Pease teaser is definitely a hit right here on the show. And before we go to Soxa Jalele, a cricket commentator, as we talk about uh, SA's tour to the West Indies uh, in their T20 match starting at 8 at the National Cricket Stadium, let's listen to Timmy T's teaser. I know that the lines are still heating up, uh, especially on our Pokédex, because voice notes are sent. Um, Chantal, you're far off today. Usually, you're right on the money. But, you know, between you and me, our loyal listener, I know you always play along. Uh, you're going to have to send through another guess. It is not tennis. So you're in the wrong sport. But the person that I'm chatting to next happens to be in that sport. And that's the only clue that I can give. So here's Timmy T's teaser for today. Incredibly aggressive approach for you too. It looks like you're absolutely just smashing this innings. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I mean, I want to come and have an interview with you as well. That's the reason why I'm here. So just to see your eyes for the first time. It's nice. So hopefully we win this game and we can have a drink after. Don't blush, baby. I'm not blushing. Um, did you... Any injuries? Did you have any of the boys were saying maybe you picked up a bit of a twinge in your hamstring? Yeah, no, it's my back. Um, I've been, you know, struggling with my back. Um, the weather kind of actually flared up, flared up a bit. So, you know, just to get some piece of work and hopefully I finish the tournament. So I'm looking forward to go recover well and look in your eyes. You're going to leave it on that note. Well done. Thanks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> And that is Timmy T's teaser for today. As I now welcome Socks to the show, cricket commentator, as we chat about cricket that we can look forward to, uh, essays tour of the West Indies. Socks, a warm welcome to the show and thank you so much for your time. Oof, that teaser, really? That yeah, I was going to ask you. <laughs> I, that was going to be my very first question to you because I told the listeners, I said, I'm going to laugh, but I'm only laughing a little bit because I have a lot to say about it. A lot. Do you know who it is? Of course, of course I do. Of course I do. It's the great man himself. Great man himself. And I think for a second there, we were reminded of live TV. Yeah. And we know the charismatic person that he is, Chris Gale, and you know the person and the nonchalance that he is. But uh, I will never forget that interview. It, it brought out a lot in terms of questioning, uh, in terms of players and how casual they are, mm. particularly mm. that it's T20 cricket. Some, mm. because it's the format of T20 cricket, almost lose that formality you see from players yeah. whenever you interview them in a test match or a one-day arena. But yeah, good afternoon, guys, and thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you. It is good to have you. I think I'm going to throw respect in there as well. Uh, yep. At the end of the day, you know, yes, respect yes. as to who is interviewing you, and it doesn't matter whether it be doesn't male. Matter. Or female. But let's start off, actually, with the ICC Test World Championship. I mean, great teams in the world, India and New Zealand. And were you surprised at uh, which way the results went? Over three matches, uh, and I suppose that's why Kohli has come out and then suggesting that perhaps it shouldn't just be a once-off test match. It should be a three-match test match, a series to determine who the winner is. And I suppose on his side, he backs his side over a three-match to beat New Zealand, but that's what it brings, the test championship. It brings that once-off ultimate test match, that winner takes all one test match, weather permitting, you could have two or three days, but at the end, we need a winner. Mm -hmm. Great advertisement for the format of test cricket because for the past 15, 20 years, every year it's in conversation. Is test cricket dying? Are people coming to test cricket? Should we try pink ball test cricket and try day night cricket, Mm -hmm. test cricket, etc., etc.? And what we all love about the game of test cricket is its authenticity and that it stood the test of time without being changed here and there, barring the number of balls being bowled in and over and pitches being covered. 
but nothing much has changed of the format. And I think it's been a great uh, introduction by the ICC to come up with a, 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 a meaningful test series. Um, bilateral series were dying a slow death, mm. where teams would tour and you'd get a three-match or a two-match uh, series, and it wouldn't mean much except for just climbing up the rankings. And at the end of the cycle, you pick up the test mace. But for what? Yeah. And so bringing into account a final, it also brings spectators and them following their side over a two-year period. Now, do we look back over the two years and say New Zealand would be the best side? That's arguable. Mm-hmm. You can argue that if they've been the best side over the two years. But now the ICC are almost forced to see and look at the length of a series. And I say the length of a series. New Zealand, they seldom play three-match test series. Mm-hmm. They'll play two against South Africa, two against England, and then perhaps play three against Zimbabwe or Bangladesh. When you look at sides like India, they almost don't go for a series that's less than three. They yeah. play five. They playing five now against England next month, something that was unheard of ten years ago. The only time you saw five match uh, a test series was only during an Ashes. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. becoming more frequent that India is also playing five matches alongside England and Australia. But what about the other nations? South Africa. Wouldn't you just love to see South Africa play against New Zealand over five match test series? And that's been the chat over the past 10 years. What's up with these two match test series? Mm. What constitutes a proper series? And for me, I'm not for two match test series. I want test cricket to be played no less than three matches so that you can really see who's won that series. I guess a purist, you know, at the end I'm of the day. Purist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and test cricket deserves that. We need to pay that respect to test cricket so that it prolongs and because we're seeing... You know, but do you think anybody has time socks? I mean, if you take a look at the course. T20, it's short, sweet and to the point. It's sort of why I enjoy it, you know. That do you think that the evolution of cricket will see a way with Test cricket or will there always be the space for it? T20 cricket still needs Test cricket because for some players who are able to secure IPL contracts, it's through getting a couple of Test matches mm. and a couple of opportunities with the Test side. I know a couple of players who play one or two matches with the test sides and all of a sudden they're earning big bucks in IPL and then they're playing in Pakistan and then they're playing in the Caribbean League and all of a sudden they don't want to play test cricket. Mm. And even in test cricket, do players want to bat three sessions? Why is Pujara all of a sudden a standout and a blueprint of what test cricket is? It's because Quinton de Kock wants to score his 100 in one session. He doesn't want to bat the whole day. Yeah. And so that's the argument that's coming. And the game is still moving forward. You're still getting a result, but you're getting a result in three days. Mm. And then comes the argument. Sure, what's happening to Test cricket? We love seeing five-day Test match cricket and bloody blood. It's up to the players and how the players approach the game. Today, we're talking strike rates in, in Test cricket, something that was never spoken about 15 years ago. Yeah. And that's the influence of test, uh, T20 cricket. Yeah, yeah. And, and you look at it in inverse... What is T20 cricket doing to test cricket? It is <laughs> I guess perhaps cricket. they can live side by side, right? They can, yeah. they can, but but certainly test cricket, if you were to ask me, it has suffered because of technique. If you delve deep now into the actual game of test cricket, the techniques that are coming now because players are backing themselves to score quickly before you get them out. Mm-hmm. I know David Warner is one of those players who says, well, I'd rather hit you for a couple of fours before you get me out. I'm not going to be blocking it around and nudging it around to get a single. 
Mm. I will attack you because you're always and constantly attacking my stumps. Mm. So there's many ways to look at it, but certainly Test Cricket will always be there. There will always be a home of Test Cricket. And without Test Cricket... I don't think T20 itself would survive. Yeah, going on to the next point, because if memory is my memory, which happens to be going, is correct, nine years South Africa used to be number one ranked team in the test format. Oh, Where what a time that was. And how did that go wrong? I can tell you the backbone of South Africa getting to that 2012. You look at who was in that side, the Neil McKenzie, Graham Smith, Rock Callis. Mark Boucher, mm, mm. and this was after 2006, where South Africa were unbeaten on the road from 2006, winning in Australia in 2008. The trust that was built in that side, the stalwarts that you had in that in that side at their prime, and I think of Hashimamla, Amy de Villiers, Del Stein, Morning Walker, Vernon Philander, a core group of players who still had very much interest in playing Test cricket, and ultimately South Africa became number one in 2012. What happened then? Exodus. We all as new players would retire some days. Yeah. And possibly the best side we've ever fielded in the World Cup in 2015 couldn't lift up the, uh, the ICC World Cup. And, you know, when that didn't happen, players resigned, players retired, players looked for greener pastures, some opted for T20 fortunes, mm, and mm. ultimately Test Cricket suffered. And it meant Cricket South Africa needed to rebuild and start from scratch. And you could see therein. What is the issue in South Africa? What a players and young boys doing at that under-19 Coke week? How many three-day matches are they playing? The whole week they're playing T20 cricket and you can see that players are being, you know, fed T20 cricket from all corners because it's the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about. (laughs) It's a very lucrative format for players. Mm. With that said though, Sox, I mean, you mentioned the players there. You're mentioning that backbone as well uh, with the Hardy Dars in the background also agreeing with you. I'm enjoying my afternoon in the back garden. (laughs) No, no sweat whatsoever. Because then, did we have to see? Did we have to see that crumble? Did we have to see a CSA in a spot where it is now to the point where they've brought in a new board, you know, made of of independent persons, um, are you happy with, I guess, what we spoke about, the demise, I'm going to say demise of cricket, and now would you say with what is happening, we are going to see the rise of cricket? It would be premature of us to get excited all of a sudden uh, because of everything that's seemingly being resolved at board level, but we cannot run away from the fact that whatever happens at that level does as heavily uh, impact the players. Uh, because the players are the stakeholders. They are the ones who are worried about their contracts, what their contracts will look like if they aren't any sponsors or any broadcast deals that have been settled by Cricket South Africa. And for a while, our players were concerned. And you can't fault them for showing interest in the IPL, Big Bash, and all the other tournaments going around in the world, because at the end of the day, they are sportsmen, and their days are numbered as sportsmen. So... The demise of Test Cricket. Did Cricket South Africa look at a long, long-term plan? Certainly. There were players in the ranks. I, mm. I can speak of Wayne Parnell, who was the incumbent in terms of all-round spot in that South African lineup. Unfortunately, because he couldn't get game time, because you were always going to pick Jacques Callis, by the time that happened, he wasn't as good enough. Yeah. You know? And then certainly questions started arising in terms of how strong is our domestic four-day cup? How strong are our bowlers? because we see our batters get the runs, is it a question of our bowlers not being good enough, mm. et cetera, et cetera. So there's many ways to look at it, 
But certainly test cricket and our test side in South Africa has really suffered these past 10 years. Yeah, suffering. I mean, that is a huge word. It is yep. a big one. But like you said, um, should we get excited right away or is it really baby steps in the right direction? Uh, let's talk about tonight. T20, uh, what can we expect? Fireworks. Sit at home, <laughs> sit on your couch Woo-hoo! and enjoy the fireworks. I say fireworks because Fidel Edwards back in the mix for, 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 for the Western years after... A long, long period. Chris Cairn is there. Andre Russell is there. You know, guys like Holder will be there. And in any in any World Cup year, West Indies will be dangerous because they know when to walk up. They know when to pitch up. Between the between World Cups, they know that they're not the most settled in terms of board and nations in terms of playing cricket. But when it comes to a World Cup year, they just know what the formula is. Yeah. And that will be the challenge for South Africa. The expectation is there that South Africa should be reaching a semi-final, if not a final. And come World Cup, everybody seemingly forgets about everything that's ha- that has happened and what the players have had to go through these past three, four years since the last World Cup. And it weighs on them. It weighs on them because, as the captain himself, Timo Bavuma, first needs to protect his side in whatever he says when he comes out to the media and fronts up to the media. He still needs to back his side realistically in saying, you know what, guys, we've had a complete change of our side. There are still players fighting for spots in our T20 side. And our World Cup is only three, three months away. Mm. So there's a lot of uncertainty there, but certainly a series like this is what you would have wanted if you were any coach in international yeah. cricket to play the West Indies a couple of months before you World Cup. Definitely. I mean, you mentioned Bavuma there. How big a boost is uh, this uh, for, for Boucher's charges? Stability. That's 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 what he'll always bring to any side he features in Tema He gives you that anchor role that Hashim Mamla secured for the side for many years. Faf Duplessis soon after took over that role from Hashim Mamla. When you look around in that setup, you've got a bunch of big hitters in Heinrich Klaas and David Miller on this role and, and Rassi van Adessens and Quinton de Cox. Mm, mm. But you still need an anchor. You still need someone who's going to back those 20 overs and if Timber Bovuma bats 20 overs, that side can score 175 any day. Yeah. Your prediction? It's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the Proteus. Five T20s in the Caribbean against a quality Caribbean side. Those bowlers will be put under pressure by Chris Gale. Yeah. But I have to go with the West Indies on a 3-2. How it sucks. Really? <laughs> you got to be realistic. I've got to be, I can't be on the fence, can I? You, know I mean? <laughs> no, you can't be on the fence, but I was also like hoping like, you know, some patriotism there. <laughs> no, patriotism out the window, yeah. <laughs> Sox, it's been a pleasure chatting. Thank you very much Thank for you your time. Much, guys. much appreciated. Thank you for today. Take you care, too. Bye. Cheers, Saksa Jalele there. Cricket commentator chatting to us. I am like football through and through and through, but just chatting to him makes me actually want to sway a little from the sport that I'm oh so in love with, you know, and just dabble a little bit in cricket. Why not, right? Why not? Why not? Nah, I still love football. I still, still, still my number one love. Still the sport that my heart beats custard for. Uh, and really great chatting to him as well. Some wonderful insight into the world of cricket, CSA, you know. And he's not getting excited yet. He's actually quite realistic about what has weighed on the player's shoulders for the past four years. And you can't shake that off. And you can't say that that has not, you know... Um, rattled uh, the players that it doesn't weigh on their minds it does at the end of the day so perhaps baby steps in the right direction